0: This is the first podcast that you have listened to, uh, listener, since yesterday when there was the podcast extras in about the uh, about that
1: poor cat. Yes, that was all. That all was a bit grim, wasn't it? It's was like something out of like a horror movie from the eighties or something like that. I hope you didn't uh, lose any sleep over it, you lot.
0: And normally, uh, being brought over a dirty nappy by uh, a fox as well would be probably the grimmest part of it. But considering that was the second thing that that fox brought over, it turned out to be the better of the two. I mean, that says something, Can doesn't I it? Say-
1: yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Can I just say as well, I, would don't, I don't mention this in the show you're about to hear because we kind of run out of time, but um, you know I've had these ongoing problems with the foxes in our garden and I put a, a kind of a gift out, uh, a peace offering, which is like a cuddly old cuddly toy or whatever, which they overnight pulled into the middle of the garden and kind of left there. And although, oh, fair enough, they're just not that into it, <laughs> I've discovered subsequently that they have dug up the entire flower bed at the other end of the garden. A great big hole. literally like, a, you know, like the great escape or something. Like they're trying to get underneath next door's fence. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, Fox-wise, it's a, declar- it's a declaration of war. There's no two ways about it.
0: Are you suggesting that they're actually trying to bury this cuddly toy that you've left out in the hole that they've dug, but um, it got to uh, yeah. sort of sunrise and they kind of thought, uh, look, let's come back and finish this job tomorrow?
1: I didn't put that together. The evidence around the garden would suggest that was the case. <laughs> Either way, as a direct result of that, I have bought a comically named uh, sprinkle... Called Get Off My Lawn. That's a fantastic name for a product. And I've bought this plastic thing that emits like weird high pitched noises when any animals go in the back garden. So it's gonna be like Fort Knox. Now look, none of this
0: we had time to talk about in the show. So it's gotta be a busy one. So let's get on with it. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. This is the no repeat guarantee. It's Bush and Richie. It is Thursday afternoon, it is home time. I've no idea how today's
1: gonna go. We've already said about 10 minutes ago both very giddy this afternoon. It definitely must be the weather or the pressure, you know, because obviously we've got storms and that going on at the moment. You know, like dogs, don't dogs and animals go a bit crazy when a storm's happening? I feel like maybe we're in that category.
0: I think it is that. I've got a feeling the human body is 85% water. It's some absolutely massive figure. Doctors will know. Uh, But yeah, uh, why would that not be affected by pressure? I think that's what's going on.
1: That's what it is. That's why people go a bit crazy on a full moon. I might, once the next song's on, uh, do you know, get in the whole dog thing and just run round the uh, table in the kitchen about 25 times with my little nails clacking on the lino floor. <laughs> what about that? But it's a good point, right? Heat is uh, playing havoc. I don't know about anyone else's life, but the heat is properly playing havoc with my life at the moment. I am absolutely sick of this hot weather. I know I'm normally there when it's raining that moaning, just saying, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a bit of heat? But not kind of like this. Here in the UK, we're not, comp- we're not prepared for hot weather. If you go to, like, America or wherever, or Florida, you get out of an air-conditioned car and go to your air-conditioned workplace and all that kind of thing. It's not the case over here before any Aussies start taking the mickey out of us. <laughs> and I'm having a real um, problem in particular with the heat in the bathroom area, as I said at the very start of the show. Uh, allow me to, to clarify in the most sensitive way that I can. Uh, yesterday, I woke our two-year-old daughter up from her afternoon nap because the toilet seat stuck to my sweaty leg-stroke backside and cluttered back down onto the bowl as I was standing up after finishing. There's no nice way of putting that. I apologise if you're eating a way having an early tea, but that's just how it is. I'm sorry to go into so much detail. Sweaty legs. It's a heat problem. I hate it. Um, <laughs>
0: that's Sorry. a brilliant one that is brilliant I mean the heat problem that comes to mind for me is, is, a, is a few houses down in our road there's a skip I don't mind having people having a skip but in the hot weather a skip absolutely stinks oh, and it was the one plums. downside to that big barbecue I did a few days ago that's a hot weather problem but I didn't think
1: about your, your sticky thighs do people talc um, loose seats Anyone listening to this right now? Have you ever talked to Lucy? People were tweeting me yesterday with photos of like, you can buy like, can you buy like material that goes on the seat so it doesn't stick to the back of your sweaty legs? It's so, it's an awful thing. Particularly we've got a mirror at kind of eye level as you stand up, and it ain't great for your self-esteem. Do you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> you don't want to be so talking like people- to
1: Lucy because you'll slip off it. I'm willing to take that risk Richie to be honest with you rather than have that noise happen again it's not good for my self esteem if you are having heat problems come on we've had it for four or five days now get it off your chest 8, 12, 15 how is it ruining your life? <laughs>
2: for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
1: Kerry says oh, help me out here guys think about me I'm pregnant and I'm a baker say no more that must be very sticky at work wouldn't it
0: it would be we're after the uh, the knock on heat problems we know, look you know heat yes we know, we know it's uncomfortable but uh, the the unfortunate incident that Bush was telling us about with the uh, the woken toddler and the uh, the clammy thighs and the toilet seat <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a <laughs> That's a nice way of summarising it. That's
1: Thank the you. kind of stuff we want to hear about. I uh, catch just tweet to say, have you ever talked a loose seat? Guys, I think the wheels have already come off today's show. <laughs> we Fair warned enough. them at
0: two minutes past four. We said we had, a, we had a whiff that it was going to be a giddy one. It's turning out that way. Uh, Elaine is hanging on, Bush. Uh, she reckons she has something for you. What is it, Elaine? Ooh.
3: It's just a product I heard about yesterday called Liquid Talc. Apparently it goes on like a lotion and it dries like talc and it stops chafing <laughs> in the hot weather. So, right. so it, it stops chubby chafing. Chubby right.
1: chafing. I so think ch- I've seen him live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think Bush could apply that to his thighs before he sits
3: I would have said so, yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Would it would it be something that you have in the bathroom and you think, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go proper sit down toilet, let's get the uh let's get the liquid Liquid, uh, talc. The liquid talc on and avoid that chubby chafing, yeah. or would you just take it out and yeah. put it on in the morning and you're done for the day?
3: I would assume so, yes, yes.
1: Elaine,
0: it's right. a great
1: product review, and
0: uh, Bush thanks you for it. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. All
3: right. Okay, thank you absolute
1: radio the home time podcast with Bush and Ritchie uh, Helen in mid Devon says as an ample chested lady on a long hot drive you get out of the services to find you have sweat patches where your t-shirt has clung under your bosom making it appear as if the sides of your waist have been sweating not a good look
0: Helen, we're feeling for you. Um, yep. People are struggling to move on from the problem that you gave us earlier, Bush, which was the uh, uh, the waking up early of your, uh, your toddler because uh, Thea had <laughs> heard the toilet seat clatter back down from uh, being stuck to your thighs. Awful, absolutely awful. <laughs> this text here says, uh, Bush, you need a slow, closed toilet seat. <laughs> uh, the downside is when you have to go quick, you've got to hold it. Um, but you're waiting for a lifetime for it to close. Can't see the liquid talc that was suggested earlier catching on. Do you know what, I'm going to buy both. Thanks for your suggestions. I'm going to get both products. Uh, Claire in Ryslip has texted, I don't know whether Claire knows the Queen, uh, but she says, wow. I have heard the Queen carries a lucid cover in her handbag. Maybe Bush should get one of those.
1: Wow. So uh, is it a particular material or is it just like a...
0: Claire, it says a calf skin loo seat cover, which is rather, well, decadent at the very least. Some might have other nice. issues
1: with it. That is unbelievable. I think that's, um, if that's true, that is a game changer. And it, there's been a, a, a plethora of products that have been put under my nose during the course of this show. Uh, I'll look into that afterwards. Uh, you, carrying that around, you know, put that down. Don't need to think about it. You think about, like, if you the loo at service stations and stuff, that's pretty grim. Maybe you might need your own little uh, Lucy cover. Yes, and weirdly, um, just whilst we've been chatting away there, this text has just popped in about you, Richie, being out and about before the show started in central London. Obviously, you're in central London. I'm back here in Leon C. Yes. Uh, this one is from William the Brazilian. Right. He says, uh, I was behind Richie today in a queue at Carnaby Street in central London in Soho. Yep. I was going to ask for a selfie, but I was scared that he would say no because of social distancing. Plus, he's got a phobia of hugs. <laughs> Bit of a curveball text, but I thought I'd put it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a phobia of hugs. I have a phobia of strangers. Yeah, I'd go with that. Otherwise, I've, never, I've never seen you hug hug anyone before, though. That's a good point. I've never seen you hug.
0: Well, because yeah, because everyone's they're all strangers, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Even, look, even before this whole outbreak and everything like that, I've never seen you do any hugging.
0: First thing I do when I see you in a couple of weeks' time, I'll give you a hug. I've walked into that, haven't I, folks? <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: Promised you a story that hopefully will put a smile on your face. I think you'll agree this is a banger of a song. Oh, yes. Might not be necessarily what we would normally play you on Absolute Radio, is free. But when I heard this earlier on today, it was uh, blaring out of a rickshaw that was being... Uh, uh, driven along do you drive a rickshaw do you ride a rickshaw to be discussed uh, but it was making yes. its way along London's Oxford Street and towards Oxford Circus and went straight through a red light uh, it was one of these Ooh. rickshaws that was uh, being used as uh, well shall we say loosely a taxi with uh, people being <laughs> furried around in the back and the the rickshaw driver had ultranate free being played so loudly that you could still hear it if you were down at Piccadilly Circus and then the most wonderful thing happened. As this particular ultranate blaring rickshaw went through the red light, unbeknownst to our rickshaw driver, there was a police car just around the corner. And on Ooh. immediately went the blue lights and the siren, pulled the poor fella over. I don't know why I'm calling him a poor fella, because I laughed. And I cheered so loudly, instantaneously, it just made me go, "Whoa!" Everything about it, the loud music, the ignoring the road rules and everything about it. It was just a wonderful, wonderful moment and it made me cheer so loudly. Other people around all laughing. So I thought at a time when the weather ain't great and there's all sorts going on in the world, just to let us know what has been the most recent thing to make you cheer out loud with happiness. I thought it'd be great and therapeutic to share it this evening.
1: Do you want me to give a little cheer out and a little uh, fist pump to if I'm driving? And you know when you get one of those moments where you're filtering off the motorway to a, a queue to get off the motorway and you get these people, or herberts, as my dad calls them, excuse my language, <laughs> these herberts who leave it to the last minute to try and cut in at the front? I absolutely love it when they can't get in and they get stuck with their hazard warning lights flashing, absolutely bricking it because their backside's poking <laughs> out onto the main carriageway. A little fist bump there and a little cheer. That's what I cheer about. This tweet says... I can't help but feel Ultranate
0: has misled them as they weren't free to do what they wanted to do when it came to red lights.
1: That's a very good point. There's a huge irony there. I'm just quite fascinated, Richie, with your dislike of, of the rickshaw. I guess as someone who likes uh, the, the twin pillars of transport but also rules and regulations, they must break all of that in one go, I guess.
0: Exactly. It's, it's a bit of a juxtaposition, to use a big word.
1: Yes, I, I think it warrants that word on this Thursday night. Here's a lovely one, a uh, text into the show. I cheered today when my friend Kat got mentioned by us earlier on Home Time.
0: That's a nice one. You see, you can, have, you can have happy cheers. They don't all have to be because someone's suffered some bad luck. We'll have happy ones. Although, going against that, Tony's tweeted to say, I just cheered when you said that you lot have got bad weather. Here in Belfast, it's Scorchio.
1: Oh, come on, Tony, mate, don't be like that.
0: <laughs> there are differing stories that are coming in. Ian in Romsey says, I'm following a convertible Porsche near Winchester, trying to put its roof up, Ooh. going along in one massive rainstorm, only to get the roof caught with a fire guard that he has got on his passenger seat for whatever reason. He needed to pull over and was getting very, <laughs> very angry <laughs> trying to untangle both <laughs> bits whilst drowning.
1: Do you know what? I don't understand why people have fancy sports cars because if anything ever happens to you, you're broken down on the side of the road or whatever, people always beep and jeer. They love it, they love it don't they? Who, who doesn't love seeing a slightly crumpled sports car, like 250,000 pound car that they've accidentally bumped straight out of the, the uh, forecourt? You know what I mean? Just, there's now going for you. Uh, Paul sent in a brilliant one. He says, Guys, I'm a school janitor and whilst preparing the school the other day, I caught some lads on the roof causing some serious damage to the roof, a common occurrence apparently. Uh, when I asked them to come down politely of course one of them slid down the side of the building to escape and got anti-vandal grease on his brand new white (laughs) tracksuit and trainers he ran home in tears i cheered (laughs) uh sam
0: you've got something that's made you cheer right i have indeed a beautiful daughter uh it was about two weeks ago now uh or even three weeks ago sorry
3: (laughs) i've got a beautiful beautiful girl room so I've got one
2: what, what
1: a fantastic name, the name Rue. Is that R... How do you spell that? R-O-U-X?
3: That's uh, R-O-U-X,
0: yes. It's a, it's a French name, and it basically... It means a red, red-haired girl. It's a, it's a nickname they give in front, and yep. she's very red-haired. <laughs> now, obviously, we're asking for you to get in touch about the thing that's most recently made you cheer. So are you telling us that the moment that Rue was born, you're stood there in the delivery suite going, hey." Get well, yes,
3: of course. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. it was. It was most like that. It was very surreal as well, <laughs>
0: as I'm sure you know. Um, but it, it, yes, it was definitely a big cheer. Um, everything went well, and all that. The missus was fine. Um, so yeah, it was. It was a big, massive cheer all round, um, and a big and a big sigh of relief as well. <laughs> Good for you, Sam. Wicked, yeah, no, but yeah, pucker, So I'm, I'm over the moon. <laughs>
3: Radio.
2: If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
0: Craig tweets to say a new chippy van has just pulled up in our street. Five o'clock every Thursday.
1: I've never seen my wife move so quickly. A chippy van, a van that does chips and comes to you. That's pretty good, isn't it? It's a beautiful idea. Uh, Jimbo says, last week in Edinburgh, driving 29 and a 30, with a BMW driver tailgating me for about half a mile, he decided to undercut me in a bus lane, sped up past 40, and I cheered and fist-pumped as the speed camera flashed. (laughs) Fair play, but a few of them, And this is a lovely one to end on. Paul from South Godston says, Guys, I received a blood test result yesterday, so uh, I can say that I'm cancer-free from prostate cancer. Good lad, we're very chuffed for you. We're cheering
2: for you, Paul. Home time with Bush and Richie
3: With Tesco Mobile. The only network to give you up to £40 off your Tesco shopping in-store for six months with Club Card Plus. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps.
1: More, more, more How do you like it? How do you like it? More, more, more It's all because Tesco Mobile is the only network to give you double data with Club Card Plus at no extra cost for six months when you join or upgrade with Tesco Mobile on selected tariffs Let's speak to tonight's contestant, Emily How are you doing and where are you from and have you had a storm? (laughs)
3: Uh, Yeah, doing good I'm in London and the storm has just finished
1: rate it a rating out of 10 like, uh, into, like give it a trip advisor rating out of five stars the storm for Ooh. lightning and that
3: I mean, given the heat, I probably would have given it about a five and could definitely do a lot better.
0: We're all getting a little bit jealous then, if that's the case. (laughs)
3: That
0: sounds like a brilliant brilliant storm. Whoa! Right, some rules for you for this game then, Emily. We've got this uh, massive load of prizes up for grabs. Couldn't be easier for you to win them. We're going to read out every prize we have. And when you say stop, you get to keep whatever we've listed. However, there is a catch, there's a timer. We don't know how long's on the timer or when it runs out. If you haven't stopped and the timer goes off, you lose everything. And you'll know the time is up when you hear this.
3: Oh, hello. Who's that calling?
0: Okay. (laughs) Does that make sense?
3: Yeah, makes perfect sense.
0: Okay, We need to explore that tomorrow, that noise. Uh, Right. Remember to say more, and we will keep listing off more prizes. Stop when you want to claim your haul. Let's play more, more, more. (laughs) Right. Club Card Plus for six months. More. A brand new Arsenal football top to celebrate our wonderful FA Cup win. More. Eight hundred pounds in cash. More. Twenty-four pack of toilet roll.
1: Stop. More. Oh. More. How do you like it? How do you like
0: your score? Score? Score?
1: Hey, Emily. Brinkmanship there, you did pretty well 24 pack of toilet roll, that's a hell of a lot of toilet rolls You saw it for ages, whether you got a storm or no storm £800 in cash Don't know what the Cockney phrase is for that Is it a pony, a monkey, will find out A brand new Arsenal football top uh, to clean the car And uh, Club Card Plus for six months Congratulations, you've won those prizes Thank you. Well done,
0: Emily. I love the fact that it was the 24-pack of toilet roll that made Emily think, no, 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 I don't want to lose that. I'm going to say, stop now. <laughs> no, um, I, was,
3: I was very excited
0: by that. Emily, I can tell you that next <laughs> up would have been a Nintendo Switch Lite, oh. then plants and pots to jazz up your phone, and an 11-inch
1: Apple iPad Pro. Oh,
3: hello. Ah. Who, who's that calling?
1: Swings around about, doesn't it? Uh, Emily, what are you doing I'm, I'm tonight? glad
3: I stopped when I did. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, Well, what are you doing this evening? What are your plans?
3: Um, not a whole lot, unfortunately, but that £800 spoiler uh, definitely let us have a nicer weekend. Good.
1: <laughs> Superb. Well, lovely to speak to you. Congratulations. That is all thanks to Tesco Mobile, the only network to help you feed the family for less by giving you Club Car Plus at no extra cost for six months.
3: Absolute radio.
1: The Hometime Podcast with Bush
2: and Ritchie.
0: Very much one of the uh, the positive sides of tech. Sometimes, though, some of the new stuff that we have that wasn't around many, many years ago, uh, it brings upon what I'm calling a modern-day faff, all right? This is, the, this is the problem that I was going through earlier on today. Now, Bush, your childhood, my childhood, they're very much of a similar era. You and I can both remember going around in parents' cars, grandparents' cars, there weren't even rear seat belts. OK? You yeah. were just bouncing. <laughs> bouncing. It, it is unbelievable when you Isn't think it? about it, yes. Uh, however, this morning, things have gone completely the other way around. I was trying to move the car seat from one car to the other because I was taking Rocco out, needed to take the other car for a different reason. So obviously that means moving his car seat from one To the other. And I put it to you that moving a car seat, even though it's an essential thing I needed to do, is one of the biggest modern day faffs. They are the heaviest things, the bulkiest things. Suddenly you'll have an isofix thing shoot out from under the seat into your groin that you weren't asking for. Then when you're trying to clip it in, it won't clip in because the other side isn't in properly. Then you won't loosen it up, and you've got a toddler probably running around at the same time going, Daddy, what are you doing? Daddy, what's this? Where are you going? (laughs) Changing a car seat over, unless you're Prince William, is one of the biggest faffs in the world.
1: Isn't it like also as well with this ISO fix thing it's like trying to like is it land by ILR or whatever at an airport you have to have the three <laughs> lights lined up otherwise it won't have it and th- this is easier than it used to be back in the, the not that long ago when our, my eldest daughter was a baby where you used to do the bit where you feed the seatbelt through yes. five or six times like you're lacing up a pair of sneakers <laughs> and that's a nightmare so that that's definitely a modern faff I would say one other modern faff don't if anyone else listening to this show gets the same thing I find that any modern laptop the charger port that you connect with before you put it into the plug is always on the opposite side to the one that you would like it to be. <laughs> so if I'm sitting there watching telly, right, on down in the lounge thing, I'll do a bit on the laptop, the charger is always on the other side to where the plug should be. I don't know how they've managed to do that, but it's just a thing.
0: One for Bill Gates, this. Why can't laptops have a charging port on both sides?
1: Yeah, come on, Bill Lads, what's going on? Sort it
0: out. So, modern day faffs, let's complete this list, please. 8-12-15, for your text, tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
2: Absolute
1: Radio. Bush and Richie here with our home show on Absolute Radio, musically stroking the top of your head if you've not been able to sleep recently because of the heat.
0: Uh, we are building a list of modern day faffs. Things that are a faff that weren't a problem when you go back about 20 years. Rob says remembering to start the dishwasher. When they were done by... hand you knew if the sink was full but waking up in the morning to empty it and grab your favourite mug for your morning cuppa and realising it didn't go on that's a total faff
1: do you know what, we're quite new to the whole dishwasher market here in this house. I've never previously had one, and I would hate it. I'd absolutely hate it if I live with someone that I would describe as a, as a dishwasher know-it-all. Anyone <laughs> live with one of them? Like people who restack it because they think you've done it wrong. Oh my god, that wind me up. That's a modern faff. Another modern faff I forgot to mention earlier on is uh, trying to find an acceptable way to carry a kid's scooter when they inevitably don't want to go on it four minutes after leaving the house. It's almost like they design scooters to make them completely impractical to carry. Like you put it over your shoulders. You you look like you're carrying water to a well, like, you know, back in the uh, BC era. Uh, and then you can't hang it around the, the buggy because it keeps smacking you in the shins. I hate the damn things.
0: <laughs> we love a list on this show and we are building one right now uh, of modern day faffs. Estelle is hanging on to add to it. What are you putting on the list, Estelle? Um,
3: I'd actually put uh, two. One was uh, always putting the USB in upside down it doesn't matter what right. you go to put it into you know like the big fat end with the white strip in the middle
1: yep just so you never oh. ever get it right first time round
3: never and my other half it drives him mental he properly loses his rag um <laughs> uh, he never ever gets it in the right way it's like opening up a packet of paracetamol and it's always with the label wrapped around all the tablets it's that's Never, Do you, it's interesting you should mention be.
1: that because I was moaning earlier on about laptop charges always being on the other side of the laptop from where you would want it to be. Uh, someone called yeah. Amy has just tweeted the show to say, Bush and Ritchie, Bill Gates is a software developer, not a laptop maker. It's Dell that needs to sort it out. We're just trying to work out who to blame in the world of boffins for proper redesigning things. So not Bill Gates. Have a go at Dell.
3: Yeah, well, I I don't know who to have a go at, but whichever way I put the USB in, it's always upside down. Um, And the other thing I had a bit of a uh, a problem with is I'm the only one who ever charges the power bank. And whenever I go to use it, it's dead. So the kids (laughs) and the other half have got their first and I'm not. It's not even funny now. It's 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 a really sore point in the house.
1: We're not laughing. It's because almost like it's, a, it's um. It's almost like the modern day like um, milk, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like people use a little tiny whiff of it and leave it there, think someone else can replace it. The power bank is the modern day milk.
3: Oh, honestly, it's it's every time, and I I I've lost my rag quite a few times saying. Why am I the only one who does this, you know? Estelle, thing?
0: we're feeling for you. There's quite a few lost rags in your household at the moment.
3: Yeah, they're predominantly from the parents. The kids couldn't really care less. They're quite laid back.
2: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
1: Absolute radio Someone's just texting in here saying Why are you carrying anything for your child? Teach them responsibility, it's their scooter They need to carry it (laughs) It's like someone out of a Dickens novel (laughs)
0: Right there, mate Uh, Paul says My modern day faff is constantly having to change passwords For computers and applications at work And not being allowed to use a similar password And just adding an extra digit at the end of it And instead having to think of new passwords With special characters And having to constantly do this It's driving me insane
1: Do you know what, right? The thing that scares me the most about coming back into work, because I'm still working from home at the moment, is I have. I can tell you right now I've forgotten every flipping (laughs) password for every computer in that building.
0: We have got two weeks to get this right. Oh, dear. Tom in Cambridge, the latest to add to it. He says, bin juice. Bin bags have gone all eco, thin and flimsy, as opposed to their strong, proper plastic counterparts of the past. Boiling your kettle and pouring it into your bin with half a (laughs) pint of cleaning fluid to clean it, then giving it a swirl and leaving it to soak and dry out. while stockpiling your new rubbish before putting another flimsy bin bag in and starting the same process in 48 hours. It's a faff.
1: Do you know what? The bit I hate about that the most is the fact that you get, like, uh, that... The steam that comes off and goes in your nostrils, like a like a dirty genie, <laughs> off those things. It's the pits. Uh, Sarah in Halifax says, "Modern day faff, self service checkouts. I don't want to argue with a screen about the weight of my bananas. Just pop Barbara and Susan back on six till seven. They can judge me on my shop. I don't mind. Just let me get on with my day." <laughs>
2: for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie.
1: Sorry, one final thing on, on the foxes. I promise I'll stop going on about foxes at, at the end of this week, right? Mm. Uh, we're talking about different things that can stop foxes going in your garden. My other half, Katie, has just sent me an Amazon link to uh, a thing called Silent Roar, uh, the gardener's friend, which is lion poo. <laughs> now, yes, I've heard that works. It's dry lion poo, isn't it? Is that honestly, like, is it a thing that's like lion poo or is actual poo collected from lions?
0: That I'm not sure, but it is meant to work. You're not going to want to walk into a garden if you're a fox and you think, oh, hang
1: on, I think a lion's done one in it. Um, can we just say as well a huge thank you to the people who risk their own lives to go into the centre of these <laughs> cages and scoop up the lion poo just so I can have, stop foxes from mucking around with our back garden.
2: Hands away. Back again tomorrow. Panther music interview. Subscribe, rate, and leave review.